Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. My daughter, Ashley, home. She has three kids that miss her. The parents of Ashley Morris Mullis have increased a reward for information leading to the recovery of their 28-year-old daughter. She went missing September 16, 2013. Results. We want results. What's going on? Who's responsible? This is Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. It's rough. She's been missing way too long. She's been gone from her family for too long. Her kids need her. Her family need her. We love her. We miss her dearly. We pray that they might be reunited here and now in this life. The Lord, if this is not to be, then we pray for justice. That this evil thing be exposed and brought to life. You know, last night I sat on the floor of the JFK and the LaGuardia Airport until midnight. I stayed overnight in a hotel that was between a Kennedy's, not Kentucky, but Kennedy's Fried Chicken and a Chinese funeral home. I slept for exactly three hours and ten minutes, and I got up 
sat up in the bed, put on my boots, and walked out with my bags. Why? I wanted to get home to my twins. I had to leave them for two nights with my mom and a babysitter and a sister-in-law. But I had to find them. I had to get back to them. And today I'm telling you the story of a father who is still looking for his daughter. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. That father is Don Morris. That daughter is Ashley. Don, thank you so much for being with us. Please tell me when you first learned, the moment you realized something wasn't right, Ashley was gone. Well, uh, we, uh, me and my wife had uh, asked my son, you know, because my son talked to her on a daily basis, and uh, it was after our family reunion, and uh, she had been seen at the family reunion on September the 20th, or 22nd, and uh, a few days later, I asked my son if he had heard from my daughter, Ashley. And he said no. And uh, he says, Dad, it's something's not right because I hear from Ashley every day. Me and the wife, she was coming by, you know, every other day or, you know, at least, you know, at least every week. So a couple more days had passed by and, and uh, asked my son if he had heard from her. And he said no. And so me and the wife went to her house and tried to locate her at her house. So at this point, we didn't find nobody at the house. So we wrote a note on the door. Well, we put this note on the door, hoping that, you know, this Dan York fella would, you know, or Ashley would see this note and contact me. Well, uh, nobody contacted. Two more days, we tried to, we've been trying to call her phone and no answers on the phone and, and, you know, no answers at the door. So like I say, we left a note. And uh, so, Nobody contacts us, so we wait, you know, a couple more days, and we put another note on the door because we noticed that one was missing. So we put another note on the door, you know, please contact us. We're concerned. We're worried. Right. Wait, 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 wait. Let me understand something, Don. You said the first note was missing? The first note was gone? Yes. 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 Okay. So we... You know, we didn't know if the wind blowed it off the door, you know, or, you know, somebody took it off the door, you know, she might not have got it. So we put another note on the door and, uh, you know, no, no communication, nobody called us back or nothing. So we contact her boyfriend, uh, which is Dan York. He was twice her age, but uh, we contact him. And he said that she had left. But after he avoided us for two weeks, he and we had to track him Wait down. a minute. He he says she just up and left, just didn't call you, didn't say, Daddy, you're never going to believe what right. happened. I got to go. Nothing. Just bam, gone. I know right then right. something was wrong. Right, and we didn't, and this is when we went to the police department. 
Well, the police department, Mike Scroggins was the chief of police of Delaware County, which, come to find out, was related to this Dan York. So we don't feel there was a thorough investigation from the start. Even at this point, they still haven't investigated his property, his rental property. Uh, you know, they haven't used cadaver dogs nowhere on his properties. And, you know, as we've done more research, we found out more about this guy, that he was doing drugs, uh, you know, that his kid was involved with moving my daughter's belongings, his daughter and his son, me and Leandra, my wife, had went over there and because uh, we had called the police, hey, somebody's moving Ashley's belongings. And they just let them move her belongings. I mean, they took all, everything out of that house and left with uh, everything in there. So there's no evidence of nothing. They took everything out of that house. They would not let me have my daughter's belongings. Well, wait a minute. If they moved all of her stuff, where did they put it? I don't know. We seen uh, a moving van that went to Yorktown, and we seen my daughter's uh, organ through the window. So we called the police, and we told them, you know, we want that truck investigated because, you know, uh, this truck had been sighted a couple nights before that by the neighbors telling us that that truck was pulled up through the yard, backed up to the back door at 1.30 in the morning. Now, I think that's when he took my daughter's body out of that house in this moving truck. Well, a couple of days later, we seen this same moving truck moving her belongings out. So we called the police, and the police wouldn't let us have none of her belongings. Then... Uh, couple of days later, we seen another truck moving some more of her belongings. Well, we take the plate numbers of the trucks, and one of them's his lawyer's truck taking her belongings out at this point. So it's been messed up from the start. But to come to find out, the sheriff was related to Dan York. It was his cousin. So that's why I think so much was covered up from the beginning of this whole case. And let me understand something. How long has it now been since you have spoken to or seen your daughter? It's been three, well, September 2013. It's almost four years. Not a word. Not one word. I believe uh, he done something to my daughter. When you go to the police, what do they say? Well, sometimes they don't even answer their phone. You know, they know who it is. They don't answer their phone. They don't call me back. Uh, I've took it to court twice here in Delaware County uh, over my granddaughter because uh, we got guardianship over Ashley, okay, since he was dead when he went to court and we got awarded guardianship, we should have got the baby because his lawyer uh Jill Gonzalez went to court for this man, and he was a dead man. And on that day, we got guardianship, but his wife had, uh, they had took off to Florida. Well, they would sent their daughter down there to put her in a house to act like they had been living there for six months so they'd have uh, residency in Florida. And then they took, in Florida, they took 
uh, well, after he had passed away, she had took and adopted my granddaughter, Abigail, and how has, has adopted her in Florida and since has changed her name. Oh, my stars. This is the biggest legal mess. Oh, my stars. This isn't right. There was, there was no DNA to even prove that he was the father. In the state of Indiana, okay, says you've got to have DNA within back. 60 days. Okay, you've got so many legal issues going so many different directions. Let me get back to the first one. And I'm not saying it's less important than the granddaughter, but let me get back to her disappearance. What kind of investigation took place? What, if any? I don't think very good one at all because, see, when we went, to the mayor in Delaware County, I, I had asked for uh, a file, you know, of the documentation that the police had had, and the officer had told me at this point, well, Don, you know, there, there's uh, hundreds of pieces of paper, and it costs so much per piece of paper. I says, I don't care how much paperwork there is and how much it is a piece, I want the paperwork. So, when I when I go to get the paperwork, there's a page and a half. And every bit of that page and a half, I believe I still got the paper, where it was the case file paper that I went and got off the cops. And some of it's blacked out. Then all the things that they had done, none of it was in numerical order. None of the dates was numerical order or nothing. So... The paperwork he had done was nil to none. Okay, I want to go back to the day she goes missing. Okay, the last time you saw her, I know there was a family reunion. Is that when you saw her last? Well, my family had saw her. I seen me and the wife had seen her on the 19th, and we didn't make it to the family reunion, but my family had seen her, I think it was either the 22nd or the 23rd. Is when my family reunion was. And when when you saw her, did she suggest there was any problem within the relationship? Was anything going on out of the out of the ordinary? Well, the last time I seen her, she looked worried. I mean, she just looked worried, and I still hit myself in the head for saying, "What's wrong?" You know, I didn't ask her what was wrong, and I probably should have stepped in, but. You know, my daughter at this point was 27 years old, you know, and I didn't want to meddle in her business, you know what I mean? And uh, I seen in her face something was wrong. What did you say to her, if anything? Well, we had just sat and talked, and she had brought Abigail, my granddaughter, over to visit with us. And, uh, you know, we just sat, and uh, I think I bought us supper that evening and, and you know we sat here and ate and uh, it just you know I just seen a depressing look on her face but to come to find out down the road what was going on was she and this York guy was having financial problems and she was married to Justin Mollis which was a, is a whole other story, which that shouldn't, she was, shouldn't have been allowed to get divorced because she wasn't even at the court to get divorced on that situation. But Justin's cousin is the one that introduced her to Dan to get service work done on her van because 
he owned automotive drugs. That's how they first met. Back to when you saw her, she seemed worried, and it turned out that she and the boyfriend were having financial problems. Right, and, and this is what you Crystal, saw her. This is what Crystal Mollis had told me, and she also told me that Ashley told her that she was going to go to Dan's wife and tell him that that was Dan's baby that she conceived why Dan was still married to her because, see, Dan was playing both women at the time. Ashley was living in Dan's rental property, and evidently Dan York was giving Ashley money to pay his wife, and she had not known about, you know, them dating. So she was going to go tell his wife is what, and I think that's what was worrying her so much because she was, you know, uh, having money issues with him and also was going to put the word to his wife that they had a kid together and they was dating. That is a loaded scenario. All kind of things can go wrong with that scenario. So have you talked to the boyfriend? What did he tell you? Last time I seen him, my wife demanded he bring Abigail over. Well, he told us that she had just up and left. And she, he was providing a van for her, and he told police that she left in a brown car. Well, the last time we seen her, she was in a red maroon van. And he was flying that van for her. Well, when we caught up with him, was in Anderson, and he was driving that van. And he had my granddaughter. He took off with my granddaughter. But he come by here one day, and I told him, I said, I ought to just yank you out of that truck and beat your butt, you know, I mean, because you don't let somebody go for two weeks and not even notify the parents and the grandparents and the baby and say, hey, Ashley took off, especially after we done left two notes on his door, you know, then he starts moving all her belongings out, you know, he can't do that, that's against the law, you know, if she's renting that house, you know, that, he can't haul her belongings out until he gets court ordered to. You know, and he just does what he wants because the chief of police is his cousin. It's just been messed up from the start, Nancy. It's just been one big, terrible, frustrating headache. When you go out, you go out on weekends, and you put out flyers, and you look for her, where do you go? Well, I've been all over this town of Muncie. I've been to Rorton. I've been to Yorktown. Yorktown's got a uh, thing where you don't, you ain't allowed to put posters up. I put them on every telephone pole there because I didn't care, Nancy. If they take me to jail for looking for my kid, they take me to jail. I've stood on corners with signs. I've stood on every side of town with signs. Uh, I've, I've stood downtown with signs. I tell you what I think, Alan. Regardless of what's in the file, let me just break it down. Typically, police are in touch with the victim's family, and they keep them abreast and updated, not all the time, but to let them know what's happening in the case. And Alan, I, I, I really believe that this is a time to call on the Attorney General and have an independent inspection about what's going on in the case, don't you? This is so bizarre, convoluted, and sad. We will be talking with the lead detective. We're going to have him on the phone, so we'll find out what's going on, on that end. But somebody needs to go over somebody's head on this. Now, let me make sure I understand. This boyfriend, who you suspect, 
he is now deceased. Is that what I'm hearing, or am I confused? Yeah, yeah, and it's yes, he's he's deceased, and uh, I got his death certificate, but he died the day before I went to court, and his lawyer still went to court and testified for him. The thing that would really be eating me up right now as a grandfather is not being able to see those grandkids. I mean, there is that mystery, horrible mystery about your daughter. But now you also have lost your granddaughter, and she is off in another state with apparently a woman who's not related to her because she was related to the person who you believe killed your daughter. Is that the case? This is crazy. But to top it all off, she don't even live in Florida. She lives in Yorktown. She lives in one city over from me. She just went to Florida to get documentation. Then when I go to Delaware County, they tell me I got to go to court in Florida to do my court work there. When the state of Indiana says you got to have DNA within so many days and months, and that never happened. What we have to do is figure out what to do now. And I think the only, he's not getting answers from local police. So what has to be done now is to go to the loc the state AG and call for an independent investigation. It's just that simple. Guys, we are talking about a beautiful young woman, Ashley Morris Mullis. Practically every weekend, her dad, Don, can be seen every Sunday standing on one street corner or another with handmade posters, handing out or displaying information about his little girl. He goes every weekend, he tries, he looks for her, he puts up posters, he's never given up, and now his granddaughter is beyond his reach as well. And with us today, that father that has never given up, Don Morris, on the search for his daughter, Ashley Morris Mullis. Right now, I want to thank our sponsor, Simply Safe, who's making our podcast and our search for Ashley possible. Simply Safe at simplysafe.com makes home security available for everyone at $14.99 a month and easy to install. I cover so many cases and I've prosecuted so many cases when a home security system would have made all the difference. Go to simplysafe.com slash nancy for another 10% off. To Don, Don, my question is, have you thought of going higher above the police department? Nancy, I've been to Crime Stoppers. I've been to the FBI. Uh, I've been to state police. And I get the same results, not no help. Okay, you know what, where you haven't been yet? The state attorney general's office. And that's where I think you need to go. And I'm going to get that information and contact them along with you. That's what Alan Duke and I are going to do. That would be great. Guys, joining me is Ashley's dad, Don, who is still looking for his daughter. We're joining the search. Don, if your daughter could hear you today, what is your message to her? Well, my message would be to uh, contact me and your mother and ease us of the pain and suffering we're going through at this point because uh, it is terribly hard to concentrate on any one thing. It's hard to concentrate on work. 
it's you know life is miserable you know we uh love our daughter with all our heart and you know if she's out there somewhere contact us let us know uh but at this point i don't believe that because ashley was one not to never contact us you know if she needed something she'd come to her dad to get it you know and i'm sure there's needs that she's had within the last three years that she would have contacted me and letting me know this uh you know because I'm, i truly believe she she's not hiding out john do you believe your daughter has is dead do you believe she's been murdered I believe this man has done something to my daughter, and that's what killed him. He had a heart attack, and that's what killed his son, and that's what killed Scroggins, all three, because karma took its place on all three of them, and all three of them's dead as well. But, yes. So you really believe, you you believe, Don, your daughter is not missing. You think she's been killed? Yes, I believe this. Again, to simply say, he was making this search for Ashley, this renewed search for Ashley, possible. Thank you for being our sponsor and our partner. You know, it's a tough world, but I still believe in Lady Justice. I still believe that unsolved homicides can be solved. Missing people can be found if we work together. Simply say thank you. With me is Ashley's dad, He's in our thoughts and our prayers, and more than that, he's in our efforts, and we are going to try our best to help him find his daughter, and not only that, be reunited with his granddaughter, Nancy Grace Crime Stories, signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's Best Hybrid Mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. 
See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.